Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. You guys are the best. 7 to 10 a.m. You dangerous. Hot Radio Maine. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> Maine's Hit Music Show. It's Friday! No, it isn't. Yes, it is. For you. It's my Friday. It's Thirsty Thursday. It is my Friday. I got tomorrow off. You're going to be here tomorrow, though. Give no, away Sea Dogs tickets. <laughs> Yeah. No one's going to be here tomorrow. Bye. I try to take one vacation day and everybody <laughs> decides to leave. I will be here. We all have Monday off. solo. Yeah, you'll be riding solo tomorrow. But uh, since I won't see you, I just want to know what you got going on for the 4th of July. You got any plans? Anything cool you're doing? I don't want to stress myself out. So I have loose plans. Like okay. I, I know what I would like to do. And whenever it happens, it happens. Definitely want to see some fireworks in OOB. All right. Definitely want to be down at like the Brunswick and Sunset and see that new bar, Big Shots in Old Orchard. Definitely mm-hmm. want to do that and definitely want to go to the beach on Sunday if it's not going to be too cold because I think that's going to be our one sunny day. Yeah, but Monday should like, be all right too, which we have off. Yeah, but it looks like it's only going to be 70 degrees so we'll see about the beach. But I know I want to do those three things. You just don't I care just don't what order. When. You don't want to put specific times on yeah, it. And I was texting with my friends in a group chat and I was like, all I want to know is I want to go to the beach during the day, come home, get ready, look absolutely drop dead gorgeous and then go out. <laughs> And they were like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> For me, uh, I'm looking forward to celebrating uh, the girlfriend's birthday this weekend. Oh, happy birthday to her. It should be fun. I got a birthday gift that I, I've been waiting to give to her for a couple weeks. I feel like this is the earliest I've ever like procured a gift. Good and it's for just you. been sitting there. And for me, it's been eating sitting at me. Sitting where? Don't hidden. you live together? Yeah, but it's hidden. Oh, and okay, good. Like every day I'm like, hey, can I can I give you this gift? And she's like, no. What? Really? I would say, gimme, gimme. Yeah, she's like, no, 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 no. Wait till my birthday. I want to have something to open on my birthday. I'm like, all right, fine. But I've been excited to do that. So I'm excited for that uh, birthday weekend this weekend. And then, yes, I'd like to see fireworks at some point and I'm, I'm down for the loose plans. I like this. Yeah. Uh, no no strict uh, deadlines, but uh, I'd like to see fireworks at some point. I like to go into water at some point mm-hmm. and I would also like to eat pasta salad at some Ooh, point. I feel like I need to yum. eat pasta salad. It's a staple of my 4th of July. So those are the things I'm looking forward to most. Also, I think we're going to make a stop at, you mentioned, what's the new bar in Old Orchard? Big Shots. I'd never heard of that. It's literally brand new. Oh, okay. They just opened, I think, a month ago. Hmm. Okay. So I was going to, we're going to be fancy and I think it's called like Lunar uh, oh, the rooftop the bar rooftop in bar. Portland. Yeah, so we're going to go grab drinks over there for, for... Oh, I was talking about Old Orchard Beach. No, I know. Oh. I was just saying that like you were going to a new spot and I was like... That, new spot, new spot. That triggered in my head like I also have loose plans that I would like to go to this new spot at some point over the yes. next four days that we have off. So that's what I'm looking forward to for my 4th of July. If anyone's doing something fun this weekend that they can recommend, shoot us a text, 207-807-1104. What's going on? Yeah, tell us where, about new spots. Where are you seeing uh, new spots? Where are you seeing fireworks at? Who has the best fireworks? Fireworks, give us uh, any info. 207-807-1104. I think I might stop by. Shouts to DJ Revolve, who used to do uh, mixes for us here for Hot Mix Nights. He's retired from the mixing game at this point, but he's not retired from the cookout game. So, Oh, okay. Might stop by a, a cookout over and there. And get your pasta salad That's there. what I'm thinking. I, yeah. It could line up for me for pasta salad over there as well. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot man. Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. 
After more than 15 months, Maine's COVID-19 state of civil emergency ended on Wednesday. Oh. Wednesday also marked the end of the mask requirement for schools and daycare settings. Schools and daycares may continue to require masks if they wish. More than 15 months we've been going through this, which is crazy. They still recommend, though, if you're unvaccinated, that in indoor settings when you're around people, you should be wearing your masks. Also, go out there and get vaccinated. We're seeing the numbers. We know that it works at this point and we're seeing that those that are dying with covid are overwhelmingly uh those that are unvaccinated maine's statewide ban on single-use plastic bags is set to begin today it was initially scheduled to go into effect in april 2020 but the state delayed uh, enforcement of the ban due to aspects of the coronavirus pandemic a lot of people are upset about this i was seeing that you threw up an article on uh, howradiomaine.com and people yeah. were sharing it and they were mad at it they were like one of the comments read, this is absolutely ridiculous, but why? They're just going to give you a paper bag instead. Yeah, they're going to figure it out. They're like, how You're am I- You're still going to get a bag. It's how okay. How am I supposed to get my bags delivered from Walmart? Like, no, they'll figure it out for they'll you. They'll figure it out for you. Like, they're not just going to load up the car with loose vegetables. It's just going to be a more out. green uh, situation going on. Uh, it's official. The Maine Mariners announced they will start their third season as an affiliate of the Boston Bruins. So we were right yesterday. Yay! The rumors were true. Portland is now home to three farm clubs of Boston-based sports teams, which is kind of cool. The Sea Dogs are partners with the Red Sox, of course, and the newly renamed Maine Celtics are NBA G League uh, partners with the Boston Celtics. So very cool. We got a Celtic squad, we got a Red Sox squad, and now we got a Bruins squad uh, all here in Portland. Love to see it. Speaking of sports, starting today, the NCAA will allow student athletes to earn money off of their names, images, and likenesses. Now, now, athletes will be able to monetize their social media. Say you got a quarterback that has a ton of followers. They can now do sponsored posts over there I and make some money. I believe that they weren't able to do this nope. before. Sign autographs. Uh, they can run skill camps and take part in advertising campaigns. It's going to be interesting to see, like, is there going to be a, a humane student that's going to step up to the plate, start making money? I'm sure there will be. Who's going to be the first one to do it? We'll see. I mean, if you can make money, go for it. I saw one of the college quarterbacks already trademarked, uh, like, his low logo uh so like the initials of his name and he's selling t-shirts uh, already like boom he was ready he was ready he had the logo ready to go it was trademarked on day <laughs> one <in> the vault. <laughs> and he's like let's start selling these and making some money but uh definitely a cool outlet for uh the student athletes out there to make some dough the phoenix suns are the nba western conference champions chris paul poured in a playoff career high 41 points to help the suns advance wednesday night this will be paul's first trip to the finals and his six year career. That's crazy. This is the first time Phoenix has been in the NBA Finals since 1993. The Suns await the winner of the Hawks and the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals Series. And that is five things you need to know. Hot Radio Man. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Bill Cosby was released from a Phoenix prison Wednesday after Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his sexual assault conviction. The court said it wasn't fair that prosecution used the testimony of other accusers during Cosby's 2018 trial and conviction for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constad in his home. The court also ruled that Montgomery County District Attorney Bruce Castor's promise that he wasn't going to prosecute Cosby led him to incriminating comments in a civil deposition, a prosecutorial mistake. Basically, it sounds Sounds like there was obviously a lot of people supporting Cosby online, which I thought was strange. But to me, it just sounds like he got off on a couple technicalities because they didn't follow the, yeah, the way I'm pretty the, shocked. the trial should have gone. 
Cosby's uh, people, when he was released from prison, made the statement saying that he is extremely happy to be home. He says his heart is just beating really fast. He served two years of his three to 10 year sentence. Social media was full of opinions yesterday. Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected, shared Felicia Rashad, who played Cosby's on-screen wife, Claire Huxtable, on The Cosby Show. And then that created a firestorm where people were like, are you kidding me? And I saw people talking about this is why uh, women uh, don't come out and name the people that have sexually assaulted them. 70 women or something like that that have accused him of sexual assault. Also, you know he was in the nicest prison. I'm sure he was fine. 100%. Felicia Rashad turned off the uh, replies to that tweet. You know when you turn off the replies to the tweet. You're guilty. Yeah, you're like, all right, I know I threw something spicy out there. Uh, Wednesday night, Revolt shared a report of Bismarck Key being dead. Everyone wants to be the first to report stuff. But since then, multiple sources have refuted the report. Business manager released a statement saying the news of Bismarck Key's passing is not true. Biz is still under medical care, surrounded by professionals who are working hard to provide the best health care possible. Biz's wife and family are touched by the outpouring of love and admiration from his friends, peers, and fans alike. At this time, we ask for your continued thoughts and prayers during this difficult time. And I'm like, have we not learned anything from the whole DMX thing? That was like seven, eight days of reports that like he had passed away. He was still on life support. It wasn't official yet, but everybody wanted to be the first person to write that rest in peace tweet or put out the story. And it's like, just take a second. It's a sad commentary of where we're at. Uh, And also, what is with this new social media, like hashtag rest in peace? Can you just mourn? Be present for a minute. You don't have to be the first one to post. So weird to me. Or like I did in the morning, I woke up and I saw uh, some of my friends on timeline saying rest in peace, posting pictures and like, yeah, you want to even verify. You want to like show show that like this person meant something to me. Their music meant something to me. You know, it affects fans in certain ways. And I get all of that. But maybe take two seconds and just do a Google and say, hey, that's what I did. I woke up and I saw a bunch of people posting rest in peace, Bismarck. And I'm like, oh, my God, let me read the story. Like what happened? I knew he had health problems and then there's no story there for it except for the revolt one and there's a bunch of other statements being like this is not true he's still alive and we saw that with dmx we saw that uh i don't remember the actress's name but you mentioned it earlier the, i don't remember her name either uh, yeah. she was an older actress who they were saying was dead and then like her boyfriend got the news that she was still alive while doing, while a doing report. an interview yeah i was like jeez Let's talk about Britney Spears for a little bit. Uh, her dad is firing back after Britney asked the court to terminate her conservatorship in order to get her life back. Jamie Spears has now filed legal documents claiming he hasn't had any involvement, nothing in Britney's personal conservatorship uh, for okay. nearly two years and has no intention of serving in that role. Again, he's insisting the blame for things Britney stated, like not being allowed to get married or have kids, lies with her current personal conservator, Jody Montgomery. Jamie also said he hasn't spoken to his daughter for a long time because he has been cut off from communicating with her. Jamie is saying it's Britney's lawyer who has been seeking to take away his client's right to make medical decisions like have a baby. Uh, According to Montgomery's lawyer, uh, Jamie handles her finances and Montgomery is her personal conservator. So Jamie's still involved with the finances. He's heavily involved. This thing is crazy. Still on that energy though. Hashtag uh, free Britney. I saw everybody posting the same meme yesterday that was like we said free Britney the universe 
Bill Cosby's getting out of jail. I was like, I get it. I saw that like 15 times in my Instagram stories. I know, it was overdone. Uh, Versus told us to be ready for a surprise event on July 1st. Today's July 1st. Uh, We now know it's going to be Keith Sweat against Bobby Brown. I like both of them. Kind of like an old timers thing. Uh, The showdown will be done in conjunction with the Essence Festival and the battle starts tonight at 8 p.m. While I like Keith Sweat, I feel like Bobby Brown and I mean, he's got new edition hits. He's just going to flame them. Uh, Can I be rude for a second you don't know who either of these people no are. i know who bobby brown is but who is keith sweat what was he involved with keith sweat was also like an r&b swinger uh swinger swinger singer, oh r&b singer back in the, the 90s was he in a group or was he solo um he was in a group uh but he also was probably more uh popular with the the solo material okay because i've been watching nobody that. <laughs> who's gonna love you nobody i've been watching that this is pop documentary on netflix mm-hmm. you know the one that t-pain was on mm-hmm. and it's really really good and they talk about like boy bands before there was NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and I've been learning a lot and I feel like I'm uncovering music I didn't know existed because I didn't grow up I missed that generation because I'm so I'm too young Mm -hmm. so I grew up knowing who the Backstreet Boys were because my older cousins listened to them but like my band my boy band was like One Direction so now I'm finding all these other bands. So he was in uh, this group uh, LSG and it was like a super uh, super group that like got formed back in the oh. uh, like 90s, early 2000s, I guess. And it was him, uh, Johnny Gill and Eddie Levert. So two other singers that were really popular at that time came together and did this LSG R&B super group. So kind of like a boy band, I guess. Yeah, well, that's what they that's what they were calling them. They weren't calling them like boy bands, but boy groups like the blueprint for boy bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. There is one. I wonder if he's going to play it. There's like one kind of he had like a kind of like newer hit. I want to say like mid uh, early 2000s. Would I know it? And it was with Baby Bash. So it was like this oh. random song that popped up, Baby Bash and Keith Sweat. I'm wondering if he's going to play that during the battle. But the rest Do of it's it like the kids. mostly R&B uh, hits. Keith Sweat versus Bobby Brown. Not to be confused with the makeup connoisseur, Bobby Brown. Or the girl that's in Stranger Things. Isn't her name Bobby Brown? Millie too? Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Thank Brown. You. All right. I wonder who she's named after. Or if that's just, if her parents just really like Bobby Brown. Or maybe think? it's like her grandmother's name was Bobby. So that's why she has the middle name Bobby and her last name just happens to be Brown. What is with that name? What's crazy is, did you know that uh, Millie's, what Millie's brother's name is? No. Chris. So they got Bobby Brown and Chris Brown in the same family. I can't confirm oh that. Oh my that's God. Dad joke. I uh, think she's an only child, by the way. That would be my guess too. Uh, Dirty on 30 is made how to make by Neil's Motors. Bad roads do your car dirty. Make sure your suspension wheels and brakes up to snuff at the only Sandal Napa Gold certified shop in the state. Neil's Motors, Biddeford. We were joking around. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown mm-hmm. was like, she got a brother named Chris. And you're like, no, she doesn't. I think she's an only child. You looked it up. She actually has a brother. And his name is Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of here so they got a bobby brown in the family and they got a charlie brown in the family and then there's a random ava poor ava ava's like i'm unique <laughs> get up, get up, get up. hot mornings with brian delon and tara fox wake up all right, we got these Dogs tickets we're going to give away while we're commercial free. And it's Throwback Thursday, so we want to reminisce together. Let's reminisce about summer jobs. Okay. Biden was talking about his summer job where he used to drive a bus, I think, during the summer, which As is a child. Which just seems like a strange summer job. I think it was like college years. Oh. Um, <laughs> we want to know what your summer job is, first 
first of all, was. And we wanted the worst part about that summer job. Yes. I've got multiple summer jobs. I'm only going to pick one if you have multiple like me. Just pick one. Throwback Thursday, reminiscent. So one of your early summer jobs, what was it? What was the worst part about it? My first summer job ever was dog sitting. It was like the first time right. I was hired by a neighbor while they were on vacation for the week to come every day, let the dog out, walk it, clean up its poop, feed it, you know, everything. And I was really excited because I hadn't had a responsibility like that before. I was maybe 12. I think I was turning 13 that summer. So I was 12. And on my first day, I started my period because I was a child. And I was like, what? I like went to the bathroom to pee. And I was like, no, that can't be right. So I just ignored it. And I went on with my day. And then I was like, damn, like, is this it? Like, is this what I've been being told is going to happen to me my whole life? Like, is this really happening? And once I realized, yes, it was happening, I was like, oh, my God, because then you have to you you have to drop everything. You have to, like, go to the store, get stuff. I was embarrassed to tell my mom. So I remember, like, going up into the neighbor's, like, bathroom under their sink and, like, reading the box and staring at the box for, like, an hour, not knowing what to do. And it completely ruined the vibe because I was like, well, great. My summer is going to suck now because now I'm a woman and now. I have to take care of this every single month. So that was the worst part of my first summer job is because I started my period. I was going to say, I don't know if that, we'll, we'll, we'll take it. That qualifies as uh, <laughs> following the assignment, I guess. I did follow the assignment. But not everybody that uh, watches the dogs <laughs> uh, gets their first period. It's not like a bad part about the job. It just happened while you were on the job. Well, then I just felt so like I had cramp the next day. I went back to get the dog. I had cramps for the first time. I had a headache. I felt nauseous and I had to take care of this puppy and it was driving me insane. And I was like, this is not fun. This is not what I signed up for. I want a refund. 207-807-1104. What was your summer job? What was the worst part of your summer job? We're reminiscing throwback Thursday, 207-807-1104. I had a bunch, but one of mine was working in the grocery store. And you always talk about your grocery store days. I mean, I think you miss it because you talk about it so much. What do you want from me? That was my summer job. I could think of like, I did like uh, office security where I checked people in. I was a camp counselor. The security stories are really funny. Yeah, but that was easy. There was nothing really bad about it except for the hours were uh, sucky at times. When you were sleeping in uh, a hospital medical bed. bed. Yeah, and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Well, those weren't too bad. Uh, but the worst part about uh, the grocery store job is I would have to get the carriages of the carts and you'd have to round them up. Oh, yeah. And no matter the weather, like there was times it was like monsooning out, like thunderstorm we had. Can't yes. you get electrocuted if lightning strikes? And they sent them. They're like, get out there, kid. We got to get those carts. We got to go get those carts. Like the the crazy thunderstorm and, and downpour we had yesterday, I'd be out there getting carts. And so that's why to this day, I always bring my cart back. No matter oh, where I am, I always at least bring it back to the cart carousel. You know what I mean? And I also think that that's a really good way that you can judge uh, a person in life. Like if you see somebody and they just they curb their cart or they just put it to the side just in another lazy. spot, it's lazy and there's a good chance that they're a terrible human being. Yeah. So that's how I judge uh, uh, people. Like if I see somebody leaving their cart and not bringing it back, I always bring it back. And then they'll tell you something like this. This is the real jerk thing. They'll be like, well, they pay people to go ahead and do that. <laughs> it's like, no, just take the two seconds and put it in the carousel so the people come out there and it makes their life a little bit easier. Like you're no better than them. All right. When I was younger, my best friend turned, what is it? You have to be like 15 or 16. You can get a work 
get your work permit. Yeah. So she was the uh, the first of all of us to get a real summer job. Like at, she worked at Hannaford, and I remember her job was to round up the carts. And I didn't have a summer job, so sometimes she would text me, and she'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna be outside rallying up the carts from this time to this time," and then I would come over and I would like. I would not like help her, but I would walk alongside her and like update her on my day <laughs> and like what the plans were for the night. And if they ever watch like, the security cameras, they're probably like, what are you doing? That's funny. That's funny. There's time for you to change. Like if you're sitting there and, and you heard me say that you're a terrible person for not bringing your cart back and you're, you're like, oh my God, I did that last time. No, just moving forward, just be a better person. It's a, it's one simple step. You know? Yeah, and you know, get reusable bags. And it'll make you feel better. Yeah, you'll have reusable bags now because there's no plastic and you return your cart back. And look at that, you're turning your life around from being a scumbag. Owen from Berwick, what was your summer job? Down in a gunquit. It was called a community service officer. Okay. It was pretty much a beach car. Oh and no! They were, they were we like, don't like they, you guys. Yeah, the, those are the worst. What? what yeah, was, it was annoying. I was very chill about everything when I was down there, but the thing that sucked the most is we have to walk at least forty miles a ship. And you have to wear pants. Yeah. What's like the most responsibility you had as a community service officer? So I had this one time where I was on marginal way, if you know what that is. Yeah. I was walking down it and a thunderstorm came by. And it's about a two to three mile long stretch along the coast. Right. I had to get everyone off of there while it's pouring rain. Oh. <laughs> Everybody move. And before I could go back to the PD to dry off, I had to make sure it was all like everyone was off. Uh, so I got back to the PD and left puddles all over the floor. How many summers did you do this gig? Oh, I only did it last year. Just one. Not going back this year? No. No. I got popped by one of the uh, seasonal cops in LOB once for driving without a registration. Oh my God, I thought you meant you got punched in the face. No, no, no. He pulled me over. <laughs> and uh, I remember fighting uh, the ticket in court and he didn't show up because it was a seasonal cop. Oh, so you got out of it? I got out of it, but he wrote a note on the uh, on the report that said I was mouthy with him when he pulled me over. Oh my God. And the DA, I remember remember going into the DA's office. The DA was like, so you want to fight this? We should work this out. And I told him the story and he's like, all right, it says you were mouthy, but whatever. He was a seasonal cop. Like, I'm from Worcester. He's like, I'll throw it out. Yay. So I'm one and oh in court. Suck it. Seasonal police officer. <laughs> he's going to get a vengeance. His name was Ryan to him. Like you're a disgrace to the name. Danielle from Buxton. What was your summer gig? Um, I was a camp counselor. Ooh, I did that. What was the worst part about being a camp counselor? How about losing a camper? What? We were playing manhunt and they ended up uh, walking a mile through the woods somehow through the street and got found. Oh my, they were really good at manhunt. Like, I guess. don't tell your parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't find them the public did, so it kind of had to be a parents issue. Oh my God. We never played manhunt again after that. I That's a smart not. decision. Did you return to the camp counseling role the following summer or was that it for you? Uh, I did it for like 12 years, unfortunately. Oh my God. Sometimes I think about starting my life over and just being a camp counselor. If I had, if I had a million dollars, I would definitely go back to doing it. Oh, sure. okay. There you go. I'm going to be, uh, the nice guy here and say you did it for 12 years. Yeah. 
you know, 12 years, you only almost lost one kid. Like, that's a pretty decent average. Impressive. Yeah, that's good. I can't complain. Ernesto from Gorham, what was your summer job? I worked in a three-man kitchen, and I was the dishwasher, and I was, like, the salad and the soup and the oven, and they made me do everything. It was Colchester, Vermont, Cloverhouse Restaurant. So what was the worst part about the job, that you had to do everything? Everything. I had to do everything, and all the, uh, really haze the waitresses, and they, they made me do it. You know, I used to be a waitress, and I hated doing the dishes, but I would do them sometimes to help out, but I hated it. Yeah. Did you ever accidentally, while you're making the salad, like put the lettuce in the dishwasher because you got confused because there were so many things going on? Oh, yeah. Here's a job I definitely wouldn't want. Shouts to Tyler from Brunswick. He texted in and said, when I was 12 or 13, what are the child labor laws? Jesus. I worked on a farm picking bushels of peas. Worst part was it paid five a bushel which is two five-gallon buckets, and it took forever to fill them. It was out in the middle of a field with no shade. Um, what? That's literally child labor. 12 or 13 That's years old? not allowed. Remember when the uh, listener called in and said that they were going fiddlehead picking? Yeah. And they're like, I hate it so much. Yeah. This sounds exactly like that. Bushels of peas sounds less fun than fiddleheads. Do you like peas? Because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I hate pea soup. I hate peas. I love them. I like peas. I'm not mad at peas. They're delicious. I'm trying to think of what I have them in. Pea soup, chicken pot pie. Sometimes there's peas. I like just a bowl of peas with butter. What about the peas when they come in the pot and then I can like, you can eat them raw, right? Snap peas. Yeah. Yeah. You, snap can, peas. you can crunch on oh, them. Oh yeah. Snap peas are good too. Delicious. Snap peas are like a good healthy uh, snack, but then you can dip them in like a ton of ranch and make yes. them a little unhealthy. Yeah. Anyways, that's been Pea Talk on Hot Radio Maine. Pea Talk, new segment. Haley from Waterboro, what was your summer job? Uh, my summer job was actually my first job after high school. I cleaned down at the beach, kind of like a, a maid, I guess. Okay. And the worst part, I guess, was having to do cleanup after winter rentals. And my worst part having to do that was kind of having to clean up pubic hair from another man. <gasps> Ew, is that the weirdest thing you've ever found? Uh, yeah, that is definitely the weirdest thing. I guess the tours weren't so bad during the summer, but some of the winter rental uh, renters were pretty uh, absurd, I guess. Well, I feel like the winter rentals are sometimes when people are like down bad, like usually they've, they're they getting a divorce and they're living there because it's the cheapest place they can afford before okay. the divorce <laughs> is finalized. <laughs> That's an oddly specific uh, scenario. Because I know, like, <laughs> I know so many people personally whose dads have done the winter rental down on the beach what's the coolest thing you found and was there anything cool that somebody left behind that you were like "Ooh, this is fun um my highest tip i guess was a 50 dollars tip and we both both me and my uh my co-worker got the same tip so we both got a 50 dollars tip so that was pretty nice oh that's good so you didn't have to fight over it or hide it no i left an ipod remember when like you had an ipod that was separate from your phone yeah i left that in a hotel room that's sad and I, i forgot the hotel I wish I could shout him out, but I called like a day later. I'm like, oh my God, here it is. I left it above the safe in the closet. I knew exactly where it was. I'm like, there's no way that the housekeeper uh, is going to uh, return that to lost and found. And they're like, yeah, our housekeeper actually just turned it in. We have it here. And the hotel mailed it to me. That's so nice. And I'm like, that's insane. I don't know if I would have been that nice. I might have just been like, Hospitality. I have a new iPod if I found it, but there's some honest people out there, I guess is the moral of the story. Yeah, there is. You sound like an honest person. Thank you. You're welcome. Would you like to go to a Sea Dogs game? Sure. 
I'd love to actually take my son to something. That would be awesome. There you go. This is the perfect thing to do. We're going to hook you up with a pair of tickets. You and your son can go to the game. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Uh, Let me see. Let's see what game we're going to hook you up with here. It is going to be uh, next Friday's game, all right, at Hadlock. You, You and your son are going. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. I know it's Throwback Thursday, but can we take a break from TBT and play some brand new music? Okay, mix I'm, it up. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Uh, new music from Drake. No, it's not off the certified lover boy. boy, CLB. He's still cutting the heart in his hair, though, so that's got to be coming soon for us, right? I would hope so. This is Brent Fias and Drake. It's called Wasting Time. It's kind of like got a Throwback Thursday vibe because it's got the Neptunes production and the cover art is like throwback to the old Neptunes days as well. Well, so check that out. Uh, Pharrell on the production right here. Brent Fiaz and Drake wasting time. Let's know what you think of this one. Hot not. New music for you on this Throwback Thursday with a little bit of a throwback feel to it. Wasting time. Brent Fiaz and Drake. Soon come certified lover boy. He's just giving us features to hold us over. It's coming. Let us know what you think. Hot or not. 207-807-1104. We appreciate the feedback. You can't even sit in peace. 